Hello and welcome to season two of the Podfic Pals. My name is Mia and today I will be reading the fic I Like Different Places, Nobody Calls It a Sin by Yes is a World. This fic is originally written for the 1D Polyfic Fest in 2022. It's 3.7k long, not rated, and the relationship is Zayn Malik, Harry Styles, and Louis Tomlinson. The tags are polyamory coming out and polyamory negotiations, and this is the summary. Louis's hand shot up in front of him like it would prove his innocence. Jem, I swear, it's not what you think. He knew what that sounded like, but it was true, even if he couldn't follow it up with the whole truth of the situation. Jemma was like family to him, but she was Harry's actual family, and the rage in her eyes broke Louis's heart. That after everything they'd been through, Jemma thought he was capable of going behind Harry's back. Or the one where Harry comes out to his family. Enjoy! The restaurant was nicer than Louis was used to. He slid his fingers into his shirt collar to trick his mind into thinking it was looser than it was. No need to be nervous, yeah? Zane asked with a smirk. It's just me. Louis felt his cheeks heat. It's you. Want to make a nice impression? He stared at the menu, all the words swimming together, and spoke again quietly. It was probably, hopefully, too soft for Zane to hear, but he said it anyway. I want you to like me. Zane playfully kicked Louis's feet under the table. Are you gentlemen ready to order? The waitress asked with a sweet smile. Zane ordered some special that Louis had been too distracted to fully listen to, and he chose some chicken pasta thing. He thought there was a low chance he would make a mess of it, while also vaguely resembling spaghetti and chicken fingers, both of which he really would have preferred. The thing was, Zane was just so pretty, and kind, and funny, and chill but also intense about the things he loved. Louis was enthralled, really. Louis was skeptical at first when Harry waxed poetic about Zane. They had met at an art gallery opening for a mutual friend of theirs and had apparently spent all night together. And Harry kept prodding Louis that the three of them should hang, that Louis and Zane would get on like a house on fire. Louis doubted that. He and Harry's friends generally ran in different circles and rarely overlapped. Louis had pulled a Zane one night tumbled into bed without learning his name, and proceeded to have some of the best sex in recent memory. It had been a surprise the afternoon after, when Zane looked up over his bowl of cereal and cool as a cucumber had said, Oh, Harry! Hey! I didn't know you knew Louis. So here Louis was, weeks later, after hookups and text convos that made his sides hurt from laughter, on an actual date with someone he really wanted to impress. And the date was going well. There were no awkward lulls in conversation, Zane had been a perfect gentleman so far, and the sexual tension was off the charts. He kept having to subtly adjust the growing problem in his pants. He had just reached across the table, softly taking Zane's fingers in his, caressing the ridges of his knuckles and admiring his perfectly shaped nails, when from the corner of his eye he saw someone stalking over to them. She was making a beeline, dress flying out behind her, and heels clicking quickly. Louis looked up and, realizing it was Gemma, Harry's sister, he instinctively broke into a grin and started to stand to give her a hug. He was caught off guard when she knocked his shoulder and whisper shouted, What the fuck do you think you're doing, Louis Tomlinson? Louis sat confused for a moment, 
until Zane took a sip of his wine and what the situation must have looked like to her settled in. His hands shot up in front of him like it would prove his innocence. Jem, I swear it's not what you think. He knew what that sounded like, but it was true, even if he couldn't follow it up with the whole truth of the situation. Gemma was like family to him, but she was Harry's actual family, and the rage in her eyes broke Louis's heart. That after everything they'd been through, Gemma thought he was capable of going behind Harry's back. Fuck you, Louis, she spat, then turned on her heel, already pulling out her phone, sure to be calling her brother. Zane watched as Harry erratically knocked his rings against the kitchen table. So then what happened? Harry asked. Louis stopped his pacing. Well, I assume she called you, he exclaimed, his arms flailing. The pacing picked up again. And, I don't know, I mean, it's not like the night was ruined, but it certainly put a damper on things. Zane would have agreed, if pushed. The night really wasn't ruined. The food was still great, and Zane was quickly becoming addicted to Louis' shy smiles, and the conversation flowed super easily. In an ideal world, his date wouldn't have been accused of cheating by a seething woman, but he knew what he was signing up for, and could understand the optics, particularly by his sister being kept in the dark about the whole thing. He knew Harry wasn't out as polyamorous to his family yet, so there were bound to be some awkward moments in their future. Zane reached out an arm, caught Lou around his waist, and pulled him to his lap. I'd hardly say it was ruined. Still wanted to come over, didn't I? But I was meant to impress you, Louis sighed. To woo you. Not to have someone repeatedly swear at me and call me a horrible person. Worst first date ever. Zane tried not to take it personally, pinching at Louis's waist. Not because of the company, obviously, Louis quickly added, wrapping Zane's arms around his waist. Harry shrugged. Zane's got a point. He's still here in our kitchen. You're on his lap. Harry lifted an eyebrow as if that solved that. You're just saying that because it was your sister, and you weren't the one who everyone in the restaurant was staring at the rest of the night, Louis said. It was embarrassing, he added softly. That part Zane could agree with. He could only imagine what everyone else thought of the two of them, still continuing on after Gemma's outburst. Did you at least explain it to her when she called? Harry scratched his neck, averting his eyes. Seriously, has? Louis balled his fists. From what Zane understood, based off of what Louis had said on the drive back to their place, this was an ongoing disagreement between the two of them. What did you say if you didn't tell her? I... Harry cleared his throat. I told her I'm sure that she got the wrong idea, and that you would never cheat on me, and that I'd talk to you when you got home. All truths, I didn't lie. Zane fidgeted below Louis. He did see Louis's point, but also felt that Harry shouldn't have to come out until he was ready. Except for lying by omission. From now on, she's going to think I'm a cheater and that you deserve better. She'll hate me. No, that's not... Zane's heart thumped. He wasn't sure if him sticking around for this argument was a good idea. Maybe it was something they needed to work out on their own. Is this, um, I don't know, should I go? Zane asked. No. They both said in unison, though their eyes stayed locked on each other. Louis broke first. He turned in Zane's lap to look at him properly. If you're... I mean, if you still want to give this a go, then this involves you too, even if we've gone back and forth a trillion times on this before you arrived. I just don't understand why it's so important to you for us to tell people, Harry said. Because it's not just us. This might affect Z now too. If we're going to do this thing right this time, no one can feel second class. 
Zane wondered if this had come up specifically in reference to other people they had been with in the past. Joining an established relationship hadn't always been easy for him. His last relationship ended terribly and he was cautious to do it again. But he and Harry had so much in common, and Louis's emotional honesty was a breath of fresh air, and so far he had felt like an equal with both of them, not an unnecessary addition. He wasn't out to his family yet either, so he didn't have a leg to stand on to push Harry to do it, even if it might theoretically impact him more in the future. But Zane wasn't in contact with his family either, so it wasn't quite the same situation. I know, Harry sighed. I get it, I do. I don't want to introduce Zane to my mom as just a friend, you know. Zane squeaked in surprise. You want me to meet your mom? That sounded surprisingly nice, actually. Harry and Louis both seemed so close to their families. And Zane liked them, the dynamic the three of them had, so much. He wanted to keep their relationship growing. It was faster than he was used to, but it felt right. I mean, Louis paused. Eventually? If you want to, you know, if this gets serious. Zane hugged him tightly and dug his forehead into Louis's back. Okay, he muffled in response. Don't you want that, Has? Instead of always acting like the other person in our relationship. Louis cleared his throat again, and Zane's heart thumped heavily in his chest. If it becomes a relationship, of course. You'll want to act like a couple. Won't you want to cuddle Z, or whoever? Zane growled. A tiny possessive thing. Whoever. His ass. Oh, fuck it, H said with a sigh, a small smile making his dimple start to cave in. It's pretty clear where this is going. He sheepishly shrugged at Louis, and then something about their eye contact made it clear they were having a silent conversation. In the end, Louis gave a minuscule nod and Harry looked back to Zane. Zane, can we make it official? Will you be our boyfriend? Zane dug his forehead deeper in Louis's back. Louis? Zane asked softly. There's plenty that Has and I don't agree on, but we're exactly on the same page with this one. Will you do us the honor? Zane giggled. Yeah, I think I'd really like that. Louis craned his neck so he could give Zane a kiss. Then Harry moved in closer, replacing Louis's lips with his own. The kiss in the kitchen turned dirtier, the serious discussion from earlier not forgotten exactly, but silently agreed to be tabled as a much more pressing matter appeared. Both Louis and Harry were vying for Zane, and the kitchen chair where he was sitting was hindering the access he craved. Harry shared the same wavelength, pouting. Don't like that I'm the odd one out standing here. Louis ended his kiss with Zane, then smacked a kiss on Harry's cheek. He held a hand out to help Zane stand. Then let's go lay down, Louis said with a smirk. Louis was right. Of course he was. Harry knew he was from the beginning, but that didn't make it any easier to face his mom a few weeks later. He knew he didn't actually have anything to worry about. His mom would love him to the ends of the earth no matter what. But he felt itchy thinking about other people, thinking about what he got up to in the bedroom. It wouldn't change how his mom treated him, but it might change how she perceived him, prove that he was just out of step with most of society when she seemed to fit in with such ease. His hands were already clammy from the nerves as Zane pulled into Harry's mom's driveway. He could do hard things, he told himself. It really would be easier for all of them once he just said it out loud to her. Then he could smooth things over with Gemma, too. He hated that Louis still had that hanging over his head. Lou, we're here, 
Zane shook Louis's knee where he was quietly snoring in the back seat as Harry coughed to clear his throat. Harry turned to look at him as Louis blinked awake. That didn't take long, Louis said through a yawn. Harry snorted. Yeah, I bet it feels like no time at all since you just slept the whole way. Louis shrugged. Had to get my beauty sleep in so I could compete with this one. He ran his hand over Zane's head, messing up his hair that he had spent far too long on considering they were spending a few hours in the car. Lou, Zane whined. Stop it. I need to make a good impression. That got a laugh out of Harry. Oh, how the tables have turned. Stop, Zane whined again. I'm serious. I want your mom to like me. Of course she's going to like you, Louis explained. You have a stable job. You treat H well, you brought her favorite wine, and you've got a heart of gold. You're going to be your new favorite. But only if we actually get out of the car and go meet her. He rolled his eyes at Harry in the rear view. Fine, let's get this over with, Harry muttered. Yippee, Zane said softly. Harry felt a pang of guilt at putting Zane and Louis, too, through this. He should have said something to her before they arrived, but it was too late now. It was what it was. Harry felt like his brain was moving at the speed of light while turning to mush at the same time. He was mentally moving through sludge, attempting to find the right words, yet he physically breezed through getting the luggage out and entering the house. And now here he was, wrapped in a big hug from his mom, and he still hadn't worked out exactly how to break the news. Instead of saying anything, he gave her an extra squeeze and didn't let her go until she laughed awkwardly and planted a kiss on the top of his head. Lou, love, how are you? she asked stepping forward to give Louis a tight hug, too. Only a few more seconds to go. Good, good, thanks. And you? She laughed as she let him go. Same old, same old. You know how it is. Pulling away from her hug with Louis, she turned to Zane. Mom, Harry croaked, cringing at the way his voice cracked like he was still going through puberty. This is, um, Zane. He's... Zane, it's so lovely to meet you, she said as she pulled him into a hug, too. Louis stepped through the hallway, duffelbag slung across his shoulder and headed into the kitchen. Harry watched him leave with a silly, unnecessary plea for him to stay on the tip of his tongue. Harry steeled himself. He could do this. Harry's told me so much about you. I'm thrilled you could make the trip up, too. Thanks for having me, he said with a smile, unfailingly polite as always. Here, follow me, she said, picking up Zane's bag and heading further into the house. Do you need the restroom? It's right down the hall there. Or a drink? Water? Coffee? Lemonade? You'll go ahead and get comfortable and tell me all about your trip. Zane laughed as she did what she said and followed her into the living room, where Louis was on the floor, cuddling a very small dog. Harry took a deep breath. Mom. Don't worry, H. I made your favorite Arnold Palmer's. There's a whole pitcher in the fridge. She looked over at Louis and Zane, both cooing over the dog. And I can make more, of course. Thanks, that's... thank you. But, um, the thing is... Harry was cut off by the oven timer going off. Sorry, doll. Let me get that. I'll be right back. She rushed out of the room and Harry sighed, deep and loud and frustrated. Don't say it, Lou, he muttered as Louis started talking with a shake of his head. Should have told her before we got here. You know what she's like. A hurricane the whole first day. She's always like this? Zane asked. Where does she get the energy? When she gets back, Harry said, I'll make her sit and listen. Harry watched as his boys played with his mom's new pup, the way their energy was infectious but calming for each other.
the soft way they looked at each other, and Harry couldn't help but think about their future together, the way he ached for something far more long-term than he and Louis had found in the past. Harry's mom returned with a platter of what looked like mini egg rolls. We have a new neighbor, Agatha, and last time we were over here she made these for us. They're divine. Lumpia, I think she called them. She said they'd be all right if I popped them in the oven instead of frying them, so I hope you like them. She held the tray out, urging the boys to each try them. As they bit into them, all moaning at how delicious they were, so much better than the gas station rations they had sucked up on for the trip, Harry's mom launched into another subject. Oh, and Lisa was here yesterday. Normally she just does a quick dip into your and Gemma's rooms, you know, focusing on the rest of the house since you two so rarely come home. But I made sure she did a deeper clean, dusting and vacuuming and making sure that everything was in tip-top shape for your visit. Zane, after this we'll give a tour and show you where you'll be sleeping. Actually, Mom, of course Harry and Louis, he's practically family at this point, know where everything is if you need anything at all, but I'm here too, happy to help with anything. Mom, Zane's going to be sleeping with me. It was almost comical how quickly her head snapped from Zane to Harry and then to Louis. What? Uh, Louis hasn't been sleeping well, so he's going to take the single, try to enjoy the night without my snoring. Oh, her face relaxed, but Harry could still see the wheels turning in her head. But, okay, sure, but I'm sure we could find a way. There's the pull-out couch, not the most comfortable, but certainly sleepable for a night or two. Harry looked past his mom to Louis, trying to hold back a laugh. Lips tucked between his teeth, and Zane intently staring at the dog. Um, that's okay, Harry's heart picked up again. Well, if you're all fine with that, she turned her head to clock Louis's reaction. Actually, Harry said, we're, um, the three of us are like, a couple. Together. Well, no, not a couple, because that's two people and we're three, but we're all dating. Louis, Zane, and I. So, like... Really, it's fine. We've navigated this a bunch, and it's all fine, so yeah, it's fine. You're... She cocked her head. The three? She paused and put the tray down. I'm sorry, what? A thruple, I think some people call it, Louis chimed in. But like, he dramatically shuddered. I personally hate it. The way some people hate moist. It just... He shuddered again. My brain hates it. Oh... Her voice went up a few octaves. I've never heard that. Harry shrugged, letting her process. Key parties. I've heard of those back in the 70s, when I was younger. Like swingers, but with commitment? Is that... She let out a confused sigh. Louis let out a peal of laughter. Then Zane's facade broke and he let out a snort, which made Harry laugh, and his mom started with her giggles as well. I, okay, she finally said after gaining a bit more composure. I don't really understand. Louis always seemed like man enough for you? Harry let out an embarrassing honk of a laugh. But if this is what you want, if he treats you well, she turned and looked at Zane. We'll have the talk about you treating him with kindness later in the weekend. Don't worry, you'll survive, Louis said. Her bark's worse than her bite. He stood and kissed the side of her head. But if you're happy, that's all I've ever wanted for you, she said like splayed. And I thought you coming out as gay was going to be the shock of my life. Harry snorted. Mom, really? 
That should have been no surprise at all, he flipped his wrist. Louis patted her knee and then gave Harry a chaste kiss. And you supported him, and me, through every step of us growing into who we are today, so I know this will be no problem for you either. She smiled sweetly at Louis. Harry was pretty sure he had always been her favorite. Welcome to the family, Zane, she said. More lumpia? For dinner I was thinking of ordering pizza and wings, but it feels like more of a celebration now, like I should be impressing Zane so he'll stick around. What would you like? I love this Italian place in town. Or there's this upscale Mediterranean bistro that just opened that I haven't tried, but the neighbors have raved. Do you prefer steak or seafood? Last time Gemma was here, she mentioned some seafood restaurant that has a great view of the river. We could go there? Harry's head snapped over to Louis, but he was relaxed, a thumb gently rubbing over Zane's ankle bone, a peaceful smile on his face. Mom, Harry made sure he had her attention. Don't gossip with Jem. We haven't told her yet. She's next, tonight, probably, so don't break the news before we tell her. Wouldn't dream of it, dear, she fondly lied. Harry rolled his eyes. It's been a day, for all of us. The travel and stuff, I think pizza and wings will be perfect. It's tradition, Louis said. No need to put on airs. He gently kicked Zane with his toe. He's a good one. Pretty sure he's going to stick around whether you feed him pizza or steak. Zane laughed. I am pretty easy to please. Okay, his mom said. Why don't you boys go take your bags upstairs and get settled? I'll call in an order big enough to feed an army and open a bottle of wine. Red or white? Harry shrugged. Why not both? His mom stood and held out her arms, and Harry let himself be enveloped. You always did like it all, she said. And with a kiss on his cheek, she left him alone with his boyfriends. This was I Like Different Places, Nobody Calls It a Sin by Yes Is a World on AO3. The author is also on Tumblr as luandhasaf.tumblr.com. You can find us on Tumblr at podfic-pals.tumblr.com and you can check out all the episodes we have posted on anchor.fm forward slash podfic-pals. Until next time.